I did not follow that. I know what your dinger went off over there. I, I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> like I've never heard a dinger. Dinger went. It just went off over here. Luckily, it wasn't loaded. Kendall, this is a <laughs> great episode. I'm projecting that out into the universe. I'm manifesting. It's a little early. No, it's not. I'm manifesting it, Kendall. I'll never be able to. You know, some things I won't be able to manifest, but I think I can manifest this into a fantastic. Episode so good, the dingers are already going off. They're going off by themselves. Well, I don't even have to manifest. I know it's going to be a great show. It always is. It, now, okay, now Kendall, something exciting happened uh, the other day. I got a new DVD, and you know how I love to tell you about them, right? A what? A new DVD. Remember <laughs> DVDs? Kidding. I These do. are Blu-ray. I got a couple. Oh, like, let's see. Ooh, let's, wh- what'd you get? Which one to go into first? I have so much to say. <laughs> Listeners are like, already? Already, Cliff, with this? One thing I got. Did you ever see this movie? Marvin's Room. Uh, I don't think so. Look at this cast. Where the hell have you been? I, I mean, I'm... I'm seeing the cast, but I don't think I ever saw I never heard of that. Oh, my God. Well, it was in the very late 90s, Meryl Streep, Diane Keaton, Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro. Where the fuck have you been sleeping, Kendall? Where have you, you been spending I mean, your nights? This is That's quite a cast. What a cast. Now, this is it is such a good movie. It's happy and funny and sad, like so many of our favorites. It sort of falls in with the Steel Magnolias beaches. Not not quite, but kind of. It's a cousin of theirs. But <laughs> what I think is so great, first you got to get it. This is prime young Leonardo DiCaprio. If you think, man, if only I could just look like Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic for my whole life. <laughs> Nobody can, not even him, but he looks like it in this movie, guys. this is He must have been filming this on his weekends of filming Titanic. <laughs> But every, uh, so anyway, this is so good, but what I thought was interesting about it was the movies on the back, you know how it's like, Meryl Streep, you may also know her from this movie, you know, mm-hmm. were the movies that they chose to represent Meryl Streep, Diane Keaton, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Robert De Niro. Now, this is a very recent release DVD. Uh-huh. So they wrote the blurb on the back. Quite re- oh, recent. recently. Right, okay. Uh-huh. So I want you to guess what movies, and, in, and each one of them gets one. So it starts off, and I'll read it to you. We'll go through it like Mad Libs. Isn't, aren't <laughs> you excited? Starts off. So excited. I'm, I, I'm excited. You, you think you're excited? <laughs> I'm so excited. Academy Award winner Leonardo DiCaprio, and then there's a parentheses. What movie of his? What are they saying? You know, Leo from... Um, What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Did I tell you this was a very recent release? Well, yeah, but you said it was like odd things, so I was trying to like pick something old. Um, Okay, Wolf of Wall Street. You're getting closer. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio gives an electrifying performance as the criminally rebellious son in this funny and stirring tale of one family's humor and heartache. 17 years ago, fiercely independent Meryl Streep from... From uh, Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, no, from Florence (laughs) Foster Jenkins. (laughs) What... Who wrote this? (laughs) Left her home and left behind her kind-hearted sister, Bessie, Diane Keaton, of what? Of Mr. Mom. That would have been even weirder since she was not even in Mr. Mom. Oh, Father of the Bride. Okay. No. From (laughs) Book Club. 
Wasn't Diane Keaton in Mr. Mom? No, Terry Garr was in Mr. Mom. Oh, I'm thinking of Baby's Day Out. Sorry. Oh, you're the only person ever to say that sentence. I'm thinking of Baby's Day Out. Nobody, that's, nobody's ever thought of that before. Update. I'm pretty sure Kendall is thinking of Baby Boom and not Baby's Day Out since Diane Keaton has never even seen it, let alone is she in it. To care for their father, Marvin. But now Lee is returning with her teenage son, DiCaprio, for a homecoming that's sure to turn the entire household upside down. Also starring Robert De Niro of... Meet the Fockers fame. <laughs> Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> this stirring and emotional... I think they just threw a dart toward the wall, whatever it landed on. They're like, we'll go with that one. It must be... At least once upon a time in Hollywood might be Leonardo DiCaprio's mm-hmm. most recent movie. Uh, it says, This stirring and emotional story proves that people you know the least may be the ones you need the most. And I'm here... Ain't that the truth? I'm here to say this is a four... It's a four-star movie. It's so good. I watched it again the other day. What The last... <laughs> the last funny thing <laughs> about the DVD <laughs> case, if you look down here at the corner, you see these people... I saw that already. The people walking on the beach. Yeah. At no point in the movie does any person walk on the beach. <laughs> it looks like they were trying to do the Stand By Me uh poster. It, they were like, well, if it looks like that, it'll draw people in. Right. It shows four people walking on the beach, and you if you look close, you can tell that it can't be any of the characters from the movie. There is a scene where Leo is driving Diane Keaton's car, and they, um, you know, they're just really expressing themselves for the first time, and they go, they drive on the beach. But at no point does ever just four people walk on the beach. Well... Could have been a cut scene. Could have been a cut scene. Although, look at the, uh-uh. Look, the, not those silhouettes. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Okay, the other one I got, I did have, this is the third time I bought this. Thought I might as well get it on the old Blu-ray. Uh, why not? League of Their Own, Kendo. And they're making the TV show, and Rosie's going to be in it. Well, and I'm all for Rosie doing anything that she wants. I know. But now here's, and I support her, and if she likes it, I might check it out. Now, let me tell you, I was watching this and I thought, what possibly could have beat this as best picture at the Oscars that year? This was 1992. And I and what I thought was interesting. Okay, Kendall, the nominees and the nominees are <laughs> for best picture 1992. See if you remember which one won. And listeners, you see if you can tell which ones have stood the test of time. Silence of the Lambs, Beauty and the Beast, Bugsy, Uh JFK, and The Prince of Tides. Not JFK and The Prince of Tides. Two different movies, right? (laughs) If only. Um, That was a sequel we never got. I want to say... I mean, part, I would think Silence of the Lambs, but part of me says it's probably, um, no, uh, JFK. Wrong. It was the Silence of the Lambs. Silence oh, of the Lambs okay. was, I don't know if it's, at that point, it was one of two movies to win the big five, which is, oh, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they are. Director, picture, actor, Screenplay, actress. actor, actress, uh-huh. and director. Although, oh, it won the... Yeah, the adapted screenplay because the oh, okay. original yeah. was Thelma and Louise, which I had thought I always thought was nominated for Best Picture, but was not. <gasps> Snub. Oh, I didn't realize that either. Snub. I know who won that one. Okay, of the Best Picture nominees, you know the one that got the most nominations that year. Oh, um, Beauty and the Beast. The cartoon? No. It was... I don't know. A lot of times they give things out because it's like, oh, best animated, best this, best that. Well, this predates the best animated Oscar. Oh, right. I forgot. Well, let me me choose again. Okay. Um, uh, It was, let's see, there was Bugsy, there was... um, JFK, Prince Prince of of Tides, Silence of the Lambs. (gasps) Was it Prince of Tides? No, because Barbara was famously snubbed for best director. (gasps) The winner of the most nominations is the is the movie the least people talk about these days. Bugsy. When's the last time you heard anybody say, "Hey, you watch Bugsy lately?" 
enough that when I thought of all those, I was like, well, the least one I would ever think of is Bugsy. So, yeah. yeah. So there you go. I know the listeners are thinking, wow, that was a fantastic walk down memory lane. And you're damn right. League of Their Own horribly shut out. <laughs> like, no, this is not a, a Oscar party. <laughs> this is um, an episode. We haven't even talked about what we're going to talk what about. What are we'll we going to talk about it? You tell us, Kendall. I'm going to go. I'm going to sit oh. over here and read these DVD backs. Clip, we are talking about something that I've been working a lot with Dr. Blathers on recently, and that is our inner child. Oh, now he's told don't us all about it, child. but would you tell the listeners? In case they don't know. No, 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 Cliff. I'm talking about that little that little person, that little child that lives inside of you <laughs> from when you were a kid, the, the person that maybe didn't get the thing. Like, I'm not saying in our case, I'm not saying in the listener's case, but in, in some cases, people didn't get what they needed or they weren't given the attention they needed. Sometimes that's a wounded inner child, but it, it's that little person you talk to and you're like, hey, it's okay, buddy. It's Everything's going to be okay when you're feeling real sad. That's the way I look at the inner child. Oh, and see, I guess people could have a real well-adjusted inner child. Oh, oh, isn't this an atrocity? This store, I feel oh. like I'm lost in some kind of enormous warehouse. Sugar lump, oh, oh, so many products. How does one even have the stamina to walk through the store? Well, Mr. Snobbottom, I gave you a map earlier. You're holding it. That tells you where everything is. You can just look at it and tell you where you are. You can even download the app. It'll tell you where you are in the I store. I don't want to download any more apps. Can I get an amen? I didn't say I wanted to. Everyone, we got enough apps, don't we? Don't need any more. I'm tired of all the app downloading. Dear, I would love a good appetizer if I could just find the section, but I'm not sure where it is. Oh, well, I've been fanning myself with this paper map over here because it's so uncomfortably warm in this store surrounded by all of these enormous varieties of products. Why, it's unnatural, boy. Well, now, Mr. Snobbottom, Mrs. Potterbutterbutterturn, I know that you would be, you would think it'd be terrible etiquette if we haven't even mentioned where we were yet in the show 12 minutes in, but I should tell the listeners we're at... Uh, Busheltown Box Co. It's a it's a big box store where you can buy a lot of uh, things in bulk, and uh, it's new to Busheltown. We're at the grand opening, and I mean, you know, whatever you think about it, I gotta say, the the vegan hot dogs they have over there that they've been giving out of samples are to die for. Oh, I don't know about that. And this is one of the only places in you know this close to North Busheltown. We're we're sort of near the old abandoned Walgreens, and. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of other vegan hot dog places in this part of town, so... And, and by many, he means none. Yeah, and what I'm going to do, because I saw the prices for those huge things of toilet paper. You can get 700 rolls, Kendall, for ninety nine ninety nine. So that's what I'm going to do. Oh, that'll me last leave. me like two weeks. I know. Well, oh, it's only one plug. Yeah, no one needs that much toilet paper. Oh, it would damage the plumbing. Oh, no. Why won't anyone think about the rainforest being slaughtered for toilet paper of oh, that kind? Goodness. Don't even oh, don't even get him started, dear. Don't get but him now, started. I, I am sorry that we're interrupting the show, but you yes. need to point us in the direction of the butter, dear. We need to check out the competition. They're going to s- just put us out of business. Oh, uh, no, I don't think so, because I bet they don't have your artisanal Falkland Island butter. Surely not. I hope oh, not. But, dear, what if people want just plain old butter because it's cheaper and they could buy it in bulk? Oh, say it isn't no, so, Sugar well, Lump. You, look, go check it out. I'm sure they have like four different buttles. <laughs> buttles. I'm sure buttles. they have four different butters that you could sample um, over there in the butter aisle. I, it's on aisle six. Oh. Just look, if you turn this way, Go to your right. After you pass the third sample on your left, you're going to turn another left. And then once you pass the big wagons, it'll be on your right. I'm already very confused. Why would they make a store where you need some kind of a a map or some kind of a guide? I need a Sherpa for this store, boys. (gasps) Dear, we could get Crock-Pot to show us. Crock-Pot, dear, could you show us where the uh, I haven't seen Crockpot for the last hour. I saw her wandering over there near the craft supplies, and so I don't uh, even know. She was, I think she was in the Crockpot section. That's where she went. Oh. She wanted to check out what they had. Well, she's, listen, long story short, good luck. But Kendall. Good luck. People are saying, but Kendall, what if my inner child is a whiny ass bitch? What should they do? Smack them. Smack them. <laughs> 
No, but there's all kind of things you can do. Look, you can have affirmations that you can say to your inner child. You can say, I will be here. I'll support you. I love you just the way you are. Just pretend like you're uh, Mr. Rogers and you're talking to him. You're like, I like you just the way you are. I want to spend time with you. I want to hear your thoughts and your feelings. And, you know, there's a great exercise that Mr. Bla- uh, <laughs> there's a great exercise that Dr. Blathers told me about that I have tried and it works wonders. Jumping if you jacks. Take, no, <laughs> I didn't try those. If you take a pencil or a pen, you put it in your non-dominant hand, right? So it'll be left for me because I write with my okay. right hand. And then write a note to yourself from the perspective of your inner child. And because you're using your your non-dominant hand and you're having to think outside the you know normal parts of your brain, uh-huh. all these emotions that your inner child might have will come out oh. and will talk to you and tell you the way they feel. All right, let's it's see. It's a wonderful exercise. I'm going to do it. I'm going to write myself a note from all right. my inner child. I'm going to say. All right, let's see what your inner child has to tell you. Dear. We're all excited well, to know not, this. It's to the inner child, or is it from the inner child to me? No, from your inner child to, to you. Oh. Dear Cliff. Mm-hmm. You have the <laughs> so bad at writing voice. That's the point. Of an angel. I felt like that was premeditated. No, it was off the cuff. Love (laughs) Cliff. And you can see that I did write it. Well, Cliff, I guess you have a perfect inner child. But now, not everybody does. Doesn't mean you're perfect if your child is say is say giving you a compliment. What is that? That doesn't indicate if that's all. If that's all your inner child has to talk about is say, "Oh, you're an angel. I love you. So wonderful." No, he did not say he was mm -hmm. an angel. Said I have the voice of an angel. Well, my inner child had lots of other things to say. My inner child is probably like I was as a child. I was very respectful, and my inner child's probably like I know that my outer adult is in the middle of a show. I can't go writing a nine-page inner dialogue, first of all, because it's, it's hard to write with the left hand. My inner child is not an impetuous brat like some Oh, uh, no, see, Cliff, your chi- your inner child is a people pleaser because they didn't want to make the listeners wait too long, which shows a wounded inner child. No, it's, a pe- it's not a people pleaser. It's a pizza eater. <laughs> Hey, people eater, pizza pe- pleaser. I mean, Purple I do people it all. eater, whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cliff, I, I feel like <laughs> I've got this list of things that shows you have a wounded inner child, uh, and sadly, all the boxes get checked on me, oh, so it's no. scary. <laughs> I think probably most people do, because even you know, even a lot of parents trying their best, they're just folks aren't we all just folks they're just people well, that, that's why that's why we're doing this show to talk about healing your inner child and about your inner child because so many people have problems with their inner child from you know people make mistakes people things make mistakes things happen we all know how it goes right kendall we know how it goes we, we, <laughs> we sure as hell do cliff we sure as hell do 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 Oh, Kendall, were you uh, watching that show, The Bear, the, the yes, other day? Yes, Cliff. I just finished watching it, actually. Did you? Now, you called it a drama. It purports itself to be a comedy. With a dramedy. It, well, I guess it well. is. <laughs> and I enjoyed it, but what I thought was funny, because you said, oh, it's so nerve-wracking or something to watch. It's so stressful. Did you not, like... Watch the entire time watching it. All I could think of is how stressed oh. out I was. That oh, they need to hurry up. No. Then you get food ready, or no. oh, that person's gonna back into them, or that's gonna fall over. Why not? Because every time they're like, we gotta keep it going. Got it. The sauce. The sauce. Somebody the sauce. I just am like, it's fucking sauce. You are flipping out because oh. of the sauce. And and I know that there's uh, you know in all kitchens there's a big piece of tape that says sense of urgency. And it's telling people that the 
building will, in fact, burn down if the Bernays sauce is not to the right temperature. And I know that it's all very important, but it's still, it was like, come on, come on, chef. It is well, a little bit Well, much. chef, you know, Rolling Stone says the bear is the most stressful thing on TV right now, but it's also great. I like <laughs> so You heard it. it from the top. I thought it could be a little bit funnier or a lot funnier. And also, I wanted more of, you know, how they're, how like he was the brother or the, the cousin cousin was uh, selling crack or whatever in there. Yeah. I, th- I thought, well, if we're getting criminal, let's hear about this. But it always goes back to the, the sauce, the sauce. And so it's good. I, I, I'm saying I enjoyed it. I watched it literally all in one day because the wonderful Jeremy Allen White is the star chef he's the main chef chef and uh, oh and i just love his uh his greasy hair and i just want to <laughs> rub my face in it and that's all and so I, I i was glad to hear it's getting a season two but those are my unadulterated thoughts chef <laughs> on the show heard heard chef <laughs> seen and heard chef <laughs> i do i have since i started watching it like um i'll walk around like i was walking through this box code just a minute ago i was talking yeah. to somebody and i said i said oh thanks chef like I, it's, uh, I, the vernacular is stuck in my brain you know stuck it it's gonna be a trend chef don't you, you it is it's gonna be just a colloquialism soon yeah enough and speaking of places and towns that we live in mm-hmm. Busheltown Community Calendar why not the Busheltown, Busheltown Town Community, Community Calendar. Calendar all the things all the there things is, is to do, do. <laughs> so many things to do here in Busheltown I, I, I'm just so excited to tell you about it you, you want to start us out Cliff? Oh, well yeah I can start us out it's uh, you know not only is it the grand opening of the Boxco store I and mean, that goes without saying a lot of other things are happening this time of the year, this time of year. You know, mm-hmm. you've heard of Christmas in July. Well, have you heard about Valentine's in August? That's oh, what's God. going on. Uh, that's what's going on in town. It's too Kendall. hot for chocolates. <laughs> this doesn't have shit to do with chocolate, Kendall. This is brought to you by Fanny's Flowers and Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, I'm allergic to something in here. (laughs) This is brought to you by Fanny's Flowers and Bloodhound Jewelers. They have teamed up, and they're teaming up all month long. And, you know, uh, there's a if you get a dozen roses at Fanny's Flowers, they're going to be half off when you show the proof of purchase of a Bloodhound Jewelers diamond ring or bracelet. So this is the perfect time for... Valentine's in August. Why? Why is love only important in February? Why well, not hey, maybe now? Maybe you have more money now. You save up, and you or you can get that ring now, and then give it to them in, in at Valentine's Day. And that's not there the point. Go. It's not the point. Kendall Busheltown <laughs> in Busheltown, August is for lovers. That's their little catchphrase there. All right, well, Kendall, what do you have? What's going uh, on? I, mine may not be as sexy as yours, Cliff, but the Worm Grunting Festival is happening out by Hanky's Books and Baits, and you just come on out and try whatever means you can to get the worms to come out of the ground. You know, it, it's been so hot and dry here in Busheltown, yeah. just like everywhere else, that the bait store is out of worms. And they're like, we, we got to get people to come help us. They said you can do anything you want except explosives after that incident last year. That's not going to be permitted this year at the festival, but come on out and grunt some worms. Grunt them? That means that pull means- them out of the ground? Well, like people use like big long sticks that they'll rub on and it'll like vibrate and it'll make them come up out of the ground. It's it's called worm grunting. Look it up, Cliff. Look it up. No. <laughs> I will not be doing that. Kendall, but I support your right to choose to do that. Love August. It. August means not only Valentine's Day. It means <laughs> that the kids are going back to that horrible s word that's rhymes with pool and oh, you know it's the stool speaking of stress <laughs> and in your inner child and our therapist dr blathers he has teamed up with the bickle sisters soundproofing to create a scream therapy 
pop up. And it's in the strip mall where our store, the TBD Fatso store, is Ooh. where Mrs. Potter Butter Butter turns butter, turn to pottery and butter. And the Scream Therapy pop up is right next to the Industrial Clown Supply Store. And it's open from nine to six every day for three dollars. It's all you can scream. You go into one of the booths and you can scream, scream, scream it all out. And all the proceeds for this Kindle go to charities fighting for sensible gun laws. So why not go to scream your oh, heart that's out? That's something to scream about. That is something to scream about. Um, luckily, luckily we have this booth in our in our store that, and this one that we carry around with us everywhere that we can just go in and scream whenever we want to. But I'm going to go down there and scream for the cause. Yeah, well, the Bickle sisters, they soundproofed our booths as well. So that's why they're so yeah. good. That's why they're good. Uh, Cliff... The Sweet Meat Company, they're going to unveil the world's largest piece of bologna this week. Um, so if, you know, uh, sorry, I lost my place this weekend. So they say after they produced the world's largest hot dog a couple years ago, so many people asked about bologna, they decided, why not? So it is BYOB, that's bring your own bread, to the, the front of the Sweet Meat Company this weekend, and you will get a sandwich after the record is is established. Yeah, bologna to that, kind of. <laughs> now... This Saturday, I don't know what day you said that was happening, but this is happening on this weekend. Well, this is this is better for Saturday from twelve <laughs> to five at Busheltown High, downtown Busheltown, the Busheltown High French Club. They are putting on an event for charity. They are trying to raise money for some new uniforms for the lacrosse team, and they're having a grape soda and fromage event. And it's in the gymnasium at the Busheltown High. Kendall, so come on down. I don't, it does not give a price here, but I'm sure it is affordable and worth it for a good cause. Grape soda and fromage. They can't do wine and fromage because it's a high school. So it's grape soda. Ooh la la. So you could enjoy that, Kendall. Dry people like you. I can. Dry people. Um, it's, it's been so hot. There's nothing dry about me. Yo. Uh, also happening this week. This is a big event. There's I don't, I don't we haven't even talked about this on the show, but Share Frog Blast is you know they're dedicating the new Library and Historical Center. That's where you you can go and not only learn about the history of rye and how it's you know been around Busheltown, but also you can like deposit rye seeds and take rye seeds. So it's a library. Oh, 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 oh. well, I like that. I think that Busheltown is going to soon be a destination spot for tourists with all the... Soon? It already is. Well, even more the so. world's biggest baloney? Come on. That won't last very long. Charles Contractor in town. Come on. Oh, yeah. You're right. Well, yes. but do you have any more? No, I don't. So, do you have any... Yes, you do. I have one more, real well, quick. I don't want uh, I don't want your inner child to clam up and give me the cold shoulder so please oh, thank you Clint. let me write you a quick thank you note thank with my left you. hand um the busheltown butter bash is coming up next week it's butter gonna be bash. so exciting we're really excited about it mrs potter butter butter turn will have her butter there and there'll be lots of butter themed events so don't miss out on that next week ah uh, sounds buttery uh. oh that smelled buttery <laughs> All right, Kendall, I, I was sort of afraid. I, I think we need to take a break because I want to go get that 700 roll pack of toilet paper before they run out of the design that I like. Oh, you're right. There's only limit two per customer. All right, well, we'll be back oh. right after this. All right, I hope you have room in the back of your car for me to store this. I'm going to have to move those. More sass right after this. You make this shot, you can have anything you want for dinner. Oh, oh, oh. I have Kentucky Fried Chicken, Mom. You got it, superstar. Kids love Kentucky Fried Chicken, just like other folks. And with all those delicious fixins, what a meal. It's finger looking good! Real goodness from Kentucky Fried Chicken. And now, welcome back to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Hot alert, hot alert, hot alert, hot alert. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. 
This is the show. Well, you can tell a plane in the falling rain. Sure. I drive a Rolls Royce. Cause it's good for my voice. But you won't the children of the revolution. Now you won't the children of the revolution. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. back. I love when you do that, boys. It's such a wonderful song. (laughs) Oh, Sugarlum, I still can't believe all of those butters over there. Why, they were all shapes and sizes and all different varieties, but but nothing from the Falkland Islands or sheep butter like yours, Sugarlum. Oh, well, that that's good. That's good they didn't have any uh, Falkland Islands butter. That means you're still in business. Still, I'm still in business, and ain't it well, grand? Yeah. Dear, there's such a large selection of butter, I hope that people still prefer the Falkland Islands butter. <laughs> oh, we can only pray for God's will to be enacted in the butter aisle, sugar lump. <laughs> if it's his will, you know it, your butter will reign supreme. Oh, well, thank you, Daffodil. We did find some wonderful samples along the way, dear, when we were looking for butter. It was wonderful. <laughs> Why, yes. And they even let you keep the toothpick that it was on. Oh, <laughs> for picking your teeth. That's what what a great little parting gift. That's convenient. That's nice. That's nice. I got a sample. I got that toilet paper. And then I got a big sample over there. They had, you know, the uh, spicy cheese balls. And so I got three. They gave me three balls. Yeah, well, nobody told me they were spicy before I tried them. So then I had to go over to the milk aisle to get some samples of milk. Oh. Mm. I saw a guy, he was like crying and like pouring stuff on his, but it turned out. I thought it's because he loved him. No, 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 no. Kendo is a whole big thing. I don't have time to explain it to you here and now. Anyway, they they had been following us around while we were looking through the butter and it sounds like the manager's wanting to meet with us, dear. I bet he's going to try to just. Shut us down. Oh, I, I bet he wants to broker some kind of peace offering. Sugar Lump, you know, he probably knows you're one of the most influential people in Busseltown. Well, we'll see. Well, if he doesn't, he needs to learn it. He needs to, it's time he's begun. <laughs> All right, well, it's time we begun something else, guys. It is time for a little segment that we like to call, you want to hear something weird? Oh. No, dear. Well, no, I don't. Sorry, I don't, (laughs) boy. Well, you know, it's more of a rhetorical question. It's just a title. You know, it's like whatever happened to Baby Jane. There's, they're not looking for an answer there. That's just what it's called. Okay. No, but we're we're gonna tell you anyway. All right. So weird. These are weird things. Some of them are so weird. It's a bit shocking. But you know, I've got one. Kendall, are you ready? Can I go first? Oh, go for it. I'm ready. All right. Well, uh, this in North Carolina, you know, some crazy things are happening. And a woman who found a bear climbing on the back deck of her North Carolina vacation home, she said she used her teacher voice to chase the animal away. Debbie Tomlinson. Works every time. <laughs> Debbie Tomlinson, who used to be a teacher in South Carolina, said she was at her condo when her husband alerted her to a bear climbing on the back deck. And I guess he's like, "Honey, there's a bear over there. Won't you get to it?" <laughs> Tomlinson's video of the encounter shows her talking to the bear, and it actually—I think we might can hear it if we listen close enough. Let's see. Oh, oh here's the video. Right now, the bear's climbing. It's on the rail. She's she's shutting the door. Get down from there. Oh, here she goes. Get down. Get down from there. Right now. Go. 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 You get down from my porch right now. Go. Go. What do you think you're doing on my porch? You get down. Go. Go. And he is How shimmying away. He or she. There is like shimmying down the <laughs> the poles Go. and it, scurrying. <laughs> so everybody. Well, if I heard her telling me, I would leave too. Wouldn't she? So I think that is weird. <laughs> <gasps> uh, that is weird. That's weird. But I don't know if it's as weird as what I'm going to tell All you right, about. Let's see. 
Oh dear, we really should go and talk to the manager. <laughs> yes, he's probably uh, looking everywhere for us, boys. Well, you know, I wouldn't want you to cut it short because that would be terrible etiquette. I know you wouldn't want to do that, so mm. I'll let you stay to to do this next weird news story. So there's a man uh, in the style of Oscar the Grouch just sitting in his trash can. Oh. It, it has been so hot that he just filled his trash can up with some cold water and some ice. And he just dunked down into it and got him a nice cocktail and was using it as like sort of a plunge pool. And this guy comes up to him and he's filming him with his camera, you know, wanting to put it on TikTok or somewhere, I'm sure. Gross. And the guy gets really irate. He was like, why are you filming me? He's like, why can't I have a little plunge in my trash can like a normal person? And the guy, they just keep arguing back and forth. And finally the guy comes up and he wants to fight with him, I guess. And the guy just falls over and just topples over out of the trash can. And all the water goes pouring everywhere. But I just thought that was weird. And it was posted to TikTok, right? I said probably. I said he was filming it. I said it's probably posted to TikTok. Well, I mean, where else are you going to post horrible things these days? <laughs> if not that. Now, Kendall, have you seen, why do people do these like ice baths? Why do they do that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, like professional Ball players do it because it like it cool it cools off the joints after a game or like soothes the muscles and okay. but it's also like known to like help you with stress and all it's like got a lot of really great benefits. I'm not getting an ice bath, but it's supposed to help you a lot. So maybe they do it like right after a workout or something, and that's why. Well, I think this guy was just doing it because it was hot because it's been so hot out. But yes, people do it right after a workout. Okay, because I've seen multiple. We, you wouldn't it's called a plunge bath. It's no wonder you don't know about this, Kendall. But I've seen multiple hunks on Instagram, and they <laughs> just—it's it's like videos of them. It's like, oh, I'm in the. It was so cold, and then they just stand up. And it also, if, if you're going to have like shirtless photos taken, it shrinks your body because you're so cold. Like it shrinks all, oh. all your skin to hey, your muscles. Where's crockpot? Do you have any ice? <laughs> Kendall didn't have a crockpot um. big enough for you to submerge <laughs> yourself into. Well. Luckily, I love football, so I know a lot about it from watching football. You know, the football players will go and okay. get in the, in the ice plunge afterwards. Because I just wondered, I thought, are they doing this just for the photos or what? But I guess maybe they just had a strenuous workout and then they're doing it yeah. for their pores. I'll send or, you a, a, a note on all the benefits of an right, ice plunge. Don't bother. All right, Kendall, there's another weird news <laughs> item over here. Speaking of weird. A cat, this is a weird cat, a cat named Rowdy has finally been caught after spending three weeks on the run inside a U.S. airport. Kendall, can you oh imagine God. that? The four-year... What a movie. I know, it's like a movie. Don't tell Steven Spielberg he's going to make a Terminal 2 <laughs> about this cat. The four-year-old pet has been dodging airport staff, airline and Employees and animal experts at Boston's Logan International. I can't do a Boston. I tried. Boston. I tried. I can't do it. Airport since escaping from its cage in pursuit of some birds. But eventually, after three weeks, cat lovers, whether out of fatigue or hunger, we may never know. But the cat finally let herself be caught. And they were given a health check and it was returned to their family. And the pet owner, her name is Patty Solly. She says, I'm, she's, I don't know, she's was living in Germany, so I'm going to do a German accent. I'm going to assume even if she's American, she picked up the <laughs> accent while she was don't there. Don't try it. Ach, I'm kind of She said, uh, I thought, what, what are the odds? That's my German. What are the odds? Oh, dear, do you need a handkerchief? I have one in my purse. It's a long No, let me get this right. She says, Ach, what are the odds? We are going to actually get her back. But I got cold, cold this morning and I'm just so shocked. See, didn't that sound like somebody who'd be like, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler. I could use your handkerchief, Mrs. Potter Butter, and he spit all over my face when he was saying That's, that. It, it said, shows I was doing it authentically then. Correctly. <laughs> oh, that is weird. That is weird. weird. Do you have anything else weird, Kendo? Oh, pff, do I have other things that are weird? I mean, first of all, something that is weird is that I was like watering my garden out in front of my house the other day, and I found a big like pile of poo on one of my plants. Mm. I'm like, what? who like pooed on top of my plant? And I went and watched the Nest camera, and it was a cat. A cat was just, like, going through my garden at night. So, weird. Maybe the same one. 
uh, you know, people, not everybody in the booth may agree with this, but I, this is just, I'm just saying it personally, you know, I'm using I statements like Dr. Blathers taught us. Possibly this is a message mm-hmm. from, from my inner child, so you have to take it seriously. I would so much rather hear somebody say, I was in my yard and I found a big pile of shit and somebody, something had took a big shit in my plants than to say I found a pile of poo. And it's well, something but I was being respectful because Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn was in here. <laughs> you know? Oh, frankly, I don't care what you say as long as you wrap this up. <laughs> oh, my goodness, dear, there's the manager. He's right over there. We're yeah, looking for dear, you. We're on our Sugar. way. We're yes, coming right now, dear. We're coming. Yes, Let's we heard go. you wanted to meet with us. Yeah. Oh, well, they'll never hear about the distillery well, where they're making whiskey <laughs> out of crabs. Well, a cat, a cat shit on your stuff and then it, it drank, shit all over my flower. <laughs> <laughs> and then it drank crab whiskey. All right. Dur, 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 dur. Got it. Dur, 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 dur. So, Cliff, that's all the weird stuff that's happening. Boy, wasn't it so weird, though? Oh, what it, a. It was weird. I'm freaking out over how weird some of that I'm stuff pretty was. Freak? Well, I I know how to calm us down. I know how to calm down our inner child. How can we do it? Lullaby. We, we're gonna we're gonna talk denied. about a countdown of a our countdown. childhood crushes. <laughs> All right. That might it might calm you down. It might rile you up. We don't know. Might rile me up. Thinking back now, to the '80s. I have this old space coin over here ready to do a flip if you want right. to call it. I call it tail because these are tales as old as time. Oh, tales it is, Cliff. True here as go. it can be. Oh, remember that Best Picture nominee? I Beauty, did. Beauty. It, and I, I heard it won beast. more things that year than any other picture. It won, it was the first animated movie. To sweep all categories. Every category. Every one. It won Best Short. It won Best Adapted and Original Screenplay. Well, it you was, know, it's, that story's been it's, around a long time. And that's probably why it won. The tale is old as time. <laughs> anyway, Kendall, I've almost forgotten what we're counting down, but childhood crushes, and that means childhood I go first. Crushes. And now this is not really a competition of crushes, so I guess do we each just get three, two, one, or what, is, what does it go? Uh... uh since it's different, let, let's do let's do like four. All right, number four, Kendall, on the childhood crush countdown. Now, this one may make listeners some unfamiliar listeners think that I grew up in the '60s, but I didn't. I grew up in the <laughs> '80s, and there were reruns, kids, and just this, uh. is, you know. And I was thinking the other day, this is something that future generations. Are they ever going to know about just like, you know, because all the shows that were in, <gasps> what are the, I'm so old, I'm forgetting all words. Syndication, all the syndicated shows, mm-hmm. you would just see, oh, there's this episode and that episode, and you see them out of order, you see this one, you see that one. And, but now everything's so serialized. Is there ever going to be a time when people are just like, oh, that random episode was on? In the future, it seems like people are just going to be calling things up on their own to watch. Yeah. They won't so, ever see random episodes. I'm glad I'm as old as I am and I don't have to live much longer <laughs> because I don't want to see that future. But anyway, Kendall, back in the days when random episodes were online, or not online, there was no online. This is predates online. Wally Cleaver. From Leave It to Beaver. Wally Cleaver. Wally was the older brother. And I'm sure, you know, there's something you just, as a kid anyway, I always just idolized teenagers. You know, didn't you just Mm -hmm. idolize teens? Because they could do whatever they wanted. They could drive. Right. And they weren't like stodgy old adults. They were the the best of both worlds, seemed like. So... Mm -hmm. I think that was part of it, but I was just so, oh, he was just so cute, and he always helped the beeve out of all of his sticky situations, and he he was a uh, 60s boy next door, childhood crush. I'm sure for gen- for generation after generation, if I'm talking about it now, 500 years later. Leave it to Wally. 
Leave it to Wally. If only if that had been the spinoff. I wish that had, was still on. <laughs> oh, Cliff, that was a good one. That was a good one. And, and unexpected. Uh, unexpected. <laughs> for me, number four. Uh, I, I don't know if you... Well, you'll know who this person is right away. Cliff, I'm talking about the star of so many wonderful movies like Gremlins and Gremlins 2 and Fast Times at Ridgemont High and one of my favorites, Drop Dead, Fred. Cliff, I'm talking of Phoebe Cates. Oh. Do you remember Phoebe Cates? I do. Now, were you one of those kids who was always pausing the video like in Stranger Things? <laughs> I, not any of her movies because she was closed. It was other things I was talking about. No, no wasn't kidding, she the I'm one? Kidding. She was the one who they were talking about in Stranger Things 4. Wasn't she in, at Fast Times at Ridgemont High when Steve and Robin oh, were right. saying they had yeah. it paused? It, yeah. You're right. I mean, I, di- I didn't really pause that. I don't think I had saw Fast Times at Ridgemont High when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, um, that wasn't either. until like way later. So I, I didn't even know she was in it. Didn't I know. knew her from. Like of course, Gremlins when I was really young, and uh, and I loved her when Drop Dead Fred came out. Like that was like I really like that really cemented it, you know. But yeah, right. Phoebe Gates. But yeah, Phoebe Gates. Phoebe Gates. Wonder what she's up to these days. <coughs> uh, doing that. She's doing a lot of that. <laughs> Kendall number uh, number three. Okay, well. <gasps> Again, this may make you think I grew up in the 60s, but I did not. I grew up <laughs> in the 80s, and in the 80s, the reruns of the original 1966 Batman show were all the rage. They would show two back-to-back, because most of those episodes were two-parters. And I was, of course, especially enamored as a small child, Again, he is very Wally-esque. Robin, or Robin. Bruce Wayne's young ward, Dick Grayson. Talk about your boy wonders, Kendall. What, what, who played Robin? Or do you Robin know? was, uh, what was his name? He. That's really mostly what, I want to say Burt, well, <laughs> it can't be Burt Ward. He was Batman's ward, but I think that is, that is him. He was... His name was Burt Ward, and he played Batman's Ward. Burt Ward, looking at him now. Oh, look how cute he was as Bat as Robin. Look he was at you the cutest. Like the tights. <laughs> he was at home washing his tights. I would wash his tights any day, <laughs> Kendall. Uh, Cliff, everything I wear is tights. Um, <laughs> all right, Cliff, number three for me. Now, not only did I have a big crush on this person. But I had this friend, I had one of those really gullible friends when I was a kid, right? And I don't know why I decided to dream up this scenario where I told him uh-huh. that I was dating this person. And are you, Now, when you say gullible friend, are you talking about Kupo? No, no, it was, this was a real person. Oh, um, not your imaginary no, friend. No, not the imaginary one. I mean, the imaginary friend was gullible too. But no, this was a real live-bodied person. And I used to tell him that I was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm dating this actress. And he's like, how are you dating her? And I was like, oh, you know, she likes to, on the weekends, you know, leave L.A. and come out to the sticks. And, and you know, she just really liked me and we started dating. I'm talking of Jodie Sweetin from Full House. Oh, God. <laughs> now, I don't know why I had the biggest crush on her when I was younger. The biggest. <laughs> Oh, well, I don't know where... (laughs) I would have gone to their house with you, but I would have been stalking Uncle Jesse the whole time. Cut it out. I I really should have... He probably deserves... Uncle Jesse probably ties with everybody on my countdown, honestly. (laughs) So, I'm glad you brought him up. He's... He he probably ties for number one. Who did, who did Jodie yes. Sweeten play on Full House? I, I forgot her. her Stephanie. Kid. Oh, Stephanie. Yeah, that's right. Stephanie. What was her, yeah? What was her? Didn't she have a catchphrase? No, that was Michelle. You got it, dude. That's what I'm thinking of. I feel like Stephanie had a catchphrase too, didn't Let's she? Let's see. Uh, catchphrase. Yeah, Google it. Gotta Google it. Um, Gotta Google. No, that was not it. Hot dog. 
Hot dog, I guess. Okay. <laughs> That's what came up. Oh, unlike Hot. Have Mercy and Pin a Rose on Your Nose, became famous. How Rude is the one that nice kids How Rude. How Rude. How That's rude. what I'm thinking of, yep. not Hot Dog. How okay. Rude. Hot Dog. Close enough. Well, sp- speaking of hot dogs, Kendall. Whoa. Oh, uh-oh. The world's largest oh, hot dog God. from last year. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Number two. My number two. God. He was one hot dog. All right. <laughs> this to this guy, I wanted to hear. I wanted to say two words to him. I wanted to say, "Hey, dude." Oh, but down, but down, but down, Ted. Ted. Uh-huh. I knew you were gonna say Ted. Oh my God! Nobody in history, or at least in 1989, was as hot as Ted from Hey, dude. How many sexual? awakenings <laughs> were there because of Ted from Hey Dude. So many. And, oh, God. I'll never forget. There's some episode, for some reason, he's like in a towel, and he was all wet. And at that moment, a lot of things clicked into place for me. <laughs> so I'm just going to say, Hey Dude, to Ted. Ted from Hey Dude. Uh, you made me. For, I mean, I completely forgot about uh, "Hey Dude," um, and because I remember, I was also like, I, I loved "Melody" on "Hey Dude" or oh, Chris, yeah. Christine Taylor, you know. Uh, uh, Marsha Brady. Yeah. It's little yeah. wild, it's little strange. But she didn't make my overall list because that was when you made make the home others. out on the range. Yeah. All right. Now, what is it? All right. This next person, Cliff. I know you know this this person. She was an actress back in our early early childhood. She is also. Uh, just come back to acting a few years ago, and that is from the movie My Girl, Cliff, Anna Klumsky. She girl. was my girl when I was, young. I was in love with her. Again, I don't know why, but I just thought she was the cutest. I just, I don't know. I just, I loved it. I fell briefly in love with, Maca- I mean, I'm still in love in many ways with Macaulay Culkin, but it was, I. he became really hot, like, when we were, like, 19 or 20. <laughs> So I, I understand your feeling. We, if there's if they make a new My Girl and he comes back as a ghost, then that would be good. I, th- I just loved, I think, like, because she had, like, she, you know, she wasn't, like, uh, the normal look that everybody had. Like, she was she was very unique and different. I thought that was just very, I thought she was very pretty. <laughs> she was unique and different and very pretty. There you, you know go. I'm saying, that about says hey, it all. The Emmy winning hey dude. Anna Klumski. I'm pretty sure she won an Emmy for Veep, didn't she? I think Probably so. did, yeah. When she came back for Veep, I was like, oh my God, there's my old girlfriend coming back. Gosh. She's back, baby. <laughs> well, if anybody really deserves to make a comeback, it is my number one. Ooh, let's hear it. Childhood crush. Still hot, but oh God. In the 80s? Are you kidding me? And I've been watching this recently, and I don't know... If Bob Mackie did the costumes every week or if he was just credited because he did the Thelma Harper Mama costume. <laughs> but whoever did those costumes on Mama's Family, <laughs> they knew. Oh, I know where this is headed. Egg. Exactly. They knew what they were doing when they were saying, Bubba, here's a crop top and some gray sweatpants. They knew. There was no doubt. Bubba was hilarious, of course, but oh, God. God? Bubba. Bubba from Mama's Family. Kendall, every woman you ever know will look at you and they'll think, I may love Kendall, but he will never measure up to Bubba. Bubba That's that's what I have fears of at night. Thanks a lot, Mama. (laughs) Thanks a lot. (laughs) But, oh, you know, he was Thelma's grandson, Bubba, and he was went to high school. And then, you know, of course, Thelma graduated high school that same year with him because she went back to night school. And then he went to Raytown Junior College. Whoa, Whoa. baby. (laughs) That's all I got to say. Oh, and you got to, you're going to want to fall in love when he goes to Hawaii when they go 
And, you know, they all throw their legs into the thing, and it's Bubba and Iola and Thelma Harper herself looking for the love <laughs> in the Hawaiian <laughs> Islands. Got to revisit that, Kendall. But, oh, my God, Bubba from Mama's Family. Are you kidding, Kendall? Did you see it coming from a mile away? You know, I didn't, I didn't think about it. I should have known better, though. I've heard you talk about Bubba many times. I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. But you may see this next one coming. Because I teased it, I think, like, either last episode or two episodes ago, I talked about this person. Uh, Cliff, uh, she. Uh, uh, I fell in love with her when I saw my favorite, favorite movie of all time. Uh, now, she wasn't in the first one, because they, they had somebody else that played this character, and then this person wasn't available, so they were like, oh, we got to find somebody else. And thank God they did, because they found Elizabeth Shue and put her in the old Back to the Future 2. And I just fell in love, head over heels. And then, it, I, like I said, I was telling you before, from Adventures in Babysitting, she was in that, and she was just dancing around the room, singing with her, her hairbrush. And I used to remember thinking, like, oh, I could imagine, like, I was going to pick her up for a date, and she was getting ready to see me. Well, I love that, and I love it because it's, it, it also reminds me that, I'm, <laughs> in addition to the ones I've mentioned, definitely Uncle Jesse ties for all of them. As does Michael J. Fox. <laughs> and and who else did, were you just talking about? Elizabeth Shue and... Oh, update again. This episode is dedicated to the loving memory of Tony Dow, television's Wally Cleaver. He is now in heaven, in cloud-to-cloud territory, where he will be young and hot forever. We miss you, Tony. Also, Bulletin, definitely tying for number one, probably eclipsing anyone I mentioned. Greg Brady, Greg Brady, Greg Brady of the Brady Bunch, the oldest of the Brady kids, Greg Brady, Greg Brady. And Tom Cruise. Oh, my God. I just watched Risky Business again. Kendall, have you seen Risky Business lately? Uh, no, I haven't. Watch it. Oh, God. God. And then, then realize every woman's going to say he's no Tom Cruise in Risky Business or Bubba <laughs> from Mama's Family. But Kendall does have his lovable qualities. But I don't need to hear all the things shit. I'm not, Cliff. Holy shit, guys. You got to dancing around in his underwear. And this is, I'm talking, these are the raunchy movies. Kendall, they don't make them like they used to. Don't make them like they used to, that's for sure. Oh, but what a celebration of the childhood crush. Then you know, many of them are still crushing it. Kendall, and so are we. And they're, oh, yes. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry to just barge in, dear. We have wonderful news to tell you. Oh, my. Well, you already found the butter, we heard. What is it? No, dear, it's better than that. They've asked us to put our butter in the store. Oh, yes, there's going to be a special section of Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter Churns. Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter. Butter to go. <laughs> a first of its kind. Oh, I think this is a wonderful idea for a store, dear. And they're having, of course, the one most wonderful products well, here. Well, I think that is an awesome idea. Good for you and good for the butter and really good for Busheltown. Yeah, well, and since you know the manager, you think they need anything from yeah, our store? I have a lot of Prince of Persia, Jack Gyllenhaal things. They're priced for collectors. Oh, dear, I, I don't think there's a section for the things that you sell. It's better that you have your own store, dear, and there will be any competition. Oh, yes. Uh, That's oh, a good point. That's a good way to phrase that, sugar lump. <laughs> All right, we've got to go back and sign some papers with the manager. But we just wanted you boys oh, to know. To a lot to do. <laughs> All right, Puppet. Oh, well, congratulations. Oh, thank you, dear. Oh, well, look, look at, at that. that. Would you look at it? It was another great show. Just look at it. I predicted it an hour ago, and it turned out to be true. You manifested it, Cliff. You sure did. Great show all around. And I'm going to go. I think I might want to get one more 700-pack of toilet paper at this price. Oh, if you put on different hats, you can go through many times. My mother taught me that. Okay. Well, we'll just both buy a hat, and then we can switch them. Oh, good idea. All right. We will see you here next week, listeners. Don't forget, the Big Butter Festival's coming up. Don't forget, remind your inner child about the butter. Write him a note. Write him a note. From the child to the adult. From the child. Yeah, I should be clear. Yes. Be clear. Something went wrong. Right, I'm Kendall. In your childhood, because you're not clear about things. Today, as an adult, 
But we'll work on it, Kendall, in our co-host co-therapy session. We we got one set up for next week. Oh, we we might need an emergency one before that. (laughs) All right, we'll see you here next week.